All right, guys, welcome to Nothing Is OB Golf Podcast, South Texas Podcast. Today I have a special guest, Ben Kern, PGA head golf professional at Georgetown Country Club. Right now, uh, if you're not familiar with Georgetown, it's right outside Austin, Texas. Ben is coming from the Cascades Golf and Country Club in Tyler, Texas. He's playing at the Northern Texas PGA Texas State Open. Uh, Ben's accomplishments, as you know, uh, he was the low PGA teaching pro at the 2018 PGA Championship at Belle Reve, tied for 42. He finished above major champion winners like Rory McIlroy, Jim Furyk, and Vijay Singh. Thank you for joining the show today, Ben. I appreciate it, brother. Yeah, man. I appreciate you having me on. How are you doing this morning? Good. Just hanging out. Slept in a little bit. Just enjoying some breakfast. and Got a great view of the golf course behind me. It's awesome. Well, shoot, man. How familiar are you with the course? I know you won in 2018 there. Mm -hmm. Uh, How do you think you know the course there? Um, I think I know it pretty well. So this is the third year here at the the Cascades here in Tyler. Uh, 2018 was the first year coming here for the State Open, which was my first time playing it. Um, Obviously, it was a great year. Good result. I did win that year. So it's, it's, I've probably played, I like to come up here three days early, play three practice rounds and then four days to golf. So I'm well up over 20 rounds of golf on this golf course. And, but at that point for any, <laughs> any accomplished golfer, that's, you would say they know pretty well. That's, that's awesome, brother. Now looking at, I was trying to do my research on you. Uh, one of my buddies is a member there at Georgetown country club. Uh, I don't, I'm not too sure if you're familiar with them. His name is Joe Lerma. Um, and, uh, I asked him, I said, Hey dude, uh, I'm going to have Ben on the mm. show. Do you, do you know him? He said, uh, he's a pretty badass dude. Uh, you know, and you know, he was sending me some stuff. He said, yeah, he, he might look like he's a, a pretty badass, you know, and <laughs> might be, he's a big burly guy and unapproachable, but he said, uh, he said he's down to earth, uh, and he can go at it. And then, so I'm like, okay. I said, that's what I want to hear, man. I was like, that, that's what yeah. I want to hear. Joe's a good dude. I like Joe. Yeah. We, we actually went to, yeah, well, I'm going to say he's a jerk, you know, cause we went to middle <laughs> school together in high school and I spent Fair a lot much. of, I spent a lot of summers at his house and I was like, man, the dude was always, uh, he was one of my good buddies, but man, he was that guy that got you to do some stuff that, you know, that he should have been doing, not you. You I know what I mean? There's always that one guy. <laughs> yeah, that was him. Well, thank you again. I appreciate it. Now, yeah. looking, looking at your, your resume, uh, how did you get to Texas all the way from Tucson? Ooh, man, I've had a roundabout last, let's say, eight years. Uh, grew up in Tucson, college at Kansas State, back to Arizona for about five years of chasing mini tours, chasing tour. Back to home to Tucson to work at a golf course on base. Got married to my wife now, who was in the Air Force. We spent two years in Tokyo, which at that time she fully retired. We had a kid, came back to Arizona. At that point, chasing the mini tours was not the way to go with the family. So I had a I had a buddy of mine that was pretty well into the golf course area in Dallas. And I reached out. I'm like, hey, man, I need a job. I need to switch it up. And uh, he got me one out in Fort Worth. And that was about five, over five years ago. And here I am. So what course were you at in Fort Worth? I was actually just west of Fort, <clears throat> Fort Worth and Weatherford. I was at a West Day Ranch. I spent two and a half years there, and then I went to Abilene for a year, and then I've been down in Georgetown now for uh, about two years. Now, they treat you well out there at Georgetown? 
I'm actually loving it. I really do. It's a it's a great club, fun golf course, and the membership's even better. Now, one of the things that drew me into you, and uh, I love you got some awesome sponsors, dude. You, you you're rocking some sweet gear. Uh, you got some uh, some badass equipment. Now, tell me, how'd you get on with Nike? So back in uh, 2015, so Nike had their main facility in Fort Worth. Um, that's where they made all the golf clubs. And actually was, I got on staff with them at the time. So I was wearing their clothes. I was 14 clubs, Nike putter for driver. And then 2015 is when they shut down the golf. So no more equipment. So I kind of had that in with Nike. Uh, at the time I knew a couple people still from there. I went to Callaway titles and kind of rolled through. And then as of, uh, see two years now i've been with TaylorMade, which i've always loved the woods and i've always wanted to be on board with them i was lucky enough to get on board i love it and i reached out to uh my contact with nike and he got me got the gear so i feel like i have one and two i got TaylorMade clubs and nike swag so i'm loving it oh yeah man shoot you got you got some dope gear man i'm like i'm seeing all your shoes that you're rocking and i'm just <laughs> like i was like gosh man i was like can it get any better for you i'm like damn dude yeah. So tell me, with all the Nike shoes you have, which are your go-to spikes right now? It actually just changed up. Um, uh, the new Nike React Infinity, the ones Brooks Kepka kind of did, it, it's, it feels like you're wearing a tennis shoe, but you are stuck to the ground, and I love it. So you, you get a lot of shoes that are kind of that tennis shoe base that are comfortable. There's a lot of give and tell when it's not great, but these are – they have a stiff enough toe plenty of traction and I, that's what i go to now but before it was definitely the i think it was a jordan 11s most things are like clouds yeah yeah dude those are sweet then i'm gonna tell you look like if you see right here that, that's my wall i got a, I got a couple missing right there yeah. you know i'm a nike guy dude i, I am I love I'm, it. I'm a nike guy and so I, I don't rock anything i don't play anything else besides that so uh, i never had the chance i'm still looking here and there man i'm i'm a bargain i'm a bargain uh, shopper for golf and so uh, I'm looking for 11s here and there but the ones that I'm really liking are those new 270s that just came out those are pretty good I, I, I actually got a pair of those I haven't really played in golf them, so I didn't bring them with me this week but and, I, I own a couple pairs of the 270 tennis shoes and if they're anything like those they're gonna be awesome oh uh, yeah that, and that's why I really I'm so I'm just I'm debating now right now mm. which ones to get it's either those white black and I guess it's like some sort of blue I think it's like dusty electric blue or something like that yeah. and then the the bone color and so I just like I, I don't know I'm 40 years old man and you know what I'm just I'm trying to look as young as I can on the course you know because the, the game's not helping me <laughs> Now, uh, in TaylorMade and Nike being uh, sponsored by them, and I know you've gone to, to numerous tournaments uh, because of your, your status as a playing pro and uh, being on board with these companies, have you had a chance to meet any of uh, the big-name reps or celebrities that go along with these companies? Um, not really, but one cool thing about TaylorMade uh, at we didn't get to do it this year because they, they canceled the national club pro for us. But every year the TaylorMade tour truck rolls up on the site, like a legit full blown truck. So two years ago, well, about a year and a half ago, it was in uh, South Carolina. So got to go on board, check it out. And it was right when I first got that new one and it was pretty neat. And I walked in there, I actually needed something and they just made it on the spot for me. And it was, that was pretty cool for TaylorMade to do that for their TaylorMade staff pros. It's, it's pretty special. 
You had that first class service, huh? Yep. yep. Well, that's good to hear, bro. Um, now, in, in looking at your your 2018 finish in the PGA Championship, it seems on paper to be the highlight of your your golf career. What could you say was the best thing that you could take away from that whole experience? I think for me, it was. So I spent, like I said, so many years chasing the tour and then dropping off, going in the club pro and thinking I can't do it. And that week kind of checked a bubble for me and just, I was able to say, man, I can hang with these guys. I'm not saying I want to go do it, but it's nice to know I can play and compete with the best players on, on the planet. And remember seeing your highlight clip in, and I wanted to make I wanted to make sure uh, I this is a podcast this is a South Texas podcast and I do it I, I don't make any money off of it I do it for the love of the game um, I like to think I've gotten better with every episode I feel bad for some of my guests I had from like one and two I said man I was a lot of ums a lot of uh, you know poor sound quality but one of the things I, I I've started to do is a lot more research on uh, you know whoever I'm interviewing and I think you, you had a great uh, I'm, I'm not quoting you verbatim, but I remember what somebody asked you when Zach Johnson said that, hey, this guy should be out here on tour. You know, this guy can make all the shots. This guy's got the game to be to be out here every day with us. Uh, they asked, yeah. you know, how come you're not? And you stated something along the lines that you love what you do. You love teaching. You love coaching. And how how is that? more true than it is today it's every day it gets more true i mean it's i still get to compete which i love doing i love competing and i will never stop so having a having a job where i can make a paycheck no matter whether i'm having a good day or bad day uh, is important to be able to teach a little bit uh i love running golf tournaments in my club that's huge for me and then being able to get away and play the state open um all my section events national club pro and then still have a chance to make the PGA every year. I mean, that's, that's all I need. Now you, you, you talked about having a, a, a wife in, in the military and then having a child. Yeah. How is that? How has that uh, changed your whole, I guess, uh, thoughts on, you know, being a, like a, a, a champ, you know, being a, like a everyday PGA player. Um, it's, that's the whole reason why I feel the way I do about, being satisfied with what I've got. Um, if, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd love to be traveling PJ tour playing every week, but that's, that's a lot of time away from my family. My, my daughter's five. I love hanging out with her. Definitely that fun age. She's crazy. I love it. <laughs> so being able to play an event a couple times a month and, and be home all the time. That's what I love. I mean, I actually took them with me this week. So they're here hanging out and we're just enjoying the week. Uh, dude, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. Yeah. You're getting, you're getting the best of both worlds in is what you're saying. Yep. Yep. So having, uh, I have, uh, I have two daughters. I have an 11 year old or she's, an, she's 11 going on like 16. And then I have an, an eight year old, a newly eight year old that, <clears throat> you know, just, she's more like her daddy, you know, she's all over the damn place. Uh, how has having a, a, a five year old, a, a five year old girl, uh, change like I guess some of the way you would do some of your things like are you having tea parties are you having to play dress up are you having to get your nails painted I had I had my toes painted green one time and I walked around the pool you know people thinking I was like a little Mexican Shrek walking around you know 
You know, every one of those things that I can check off every one of those boxes, <laughs> makeup, nails done, dresses, the works. And it's, it's, she, that stuff is what gets the biggest smile on her face as you, as you know, and that's why I will never say no to any of those requests. <laughs> well, well, when getting dressed up and stuff, uh, I don't know about you, but I was a pretty ugly lady. You know, I was nah. a pretty ugly lady. I don't know. Oh, what I can give you? you run for your money then. <laughs> <laughs> now tell, tell us, uh, looking at your, looking at your, your resume, uh, you've done a lot of things in this game of golf. Uh, if you could tell me just uh, about your golf testimony, how, how did it start? And, uh, how do you feel about where you're at now? And maybe what was one of the biggest or trials and tribulations you've had to go through, uh, to get your name out there and to have the reputation that you have today? Yeah. So beginning, my dad was a pro golfer, amateur back and forth. So I was playing golf since I was two years old, the usual baseball, soccer, golf. And then high school, it was all golf. And I knew that was what I was better at. And like I said, I played four years at Kansas state and won a, won, won a college event pretty good. And then turned pro right away and gave it a run. But the biggest thing for me was, after that four-year mark where I'm like, man, I'm just not quite getting to Q school. I'm playing. I'm winning mini tour events every year, but it's that one week of Q school that I just cannot get through. And thousands of guys are the same way, same case. Um, to decide to stop. All right, let's head back home. Let's completely reset. I got an assistant pro job and just started from the ground, pretty much on the other side of golf. And that was kind of a, I knew I had to do it. I hated doing it, but after about a year and a half, I started picking it up and uh, got in the program and got my PGA real quick because my goal was to play in the PGA Championship, and you know, and I actually did it right away. So, being able to say, "All right, I made my run. I gave it four or five years of solid mini tours. Can't do it. Let's go back and reset." So that reset button for me was, it sucked, but it's it got me to where I am now. Now, what was probably, what was probably uh, the hardest thing as being a, a new father, being a husband, uh, that, that she had to really overcome, you know, was there any big situation or big, uh, big, uh, you know, issue that she had to deal with or just something that, you know, really, really put it, put it to you that, you know what, I might not be able to, to get where I, where I want to be right now. Yeah. Um, mostly it's just, I don't practice anymore, which is fine. Um, having a, having a new girl five years ago, I'm working there. I want to go play nine holes and practice. And then I go, oh, well, I'll probably should head home, give the wife <laughs> a break. And what's funny is I'll take myself today over playing ability than myself when I was playing the mini tours. I'm, I'm better now. And I practice a fraction of what I used to. And it just, it's just a mindset that just shows you how much golf is. It's mental. It really is. You can hit a million balls a day, but if you don't have it up here, it's not going to click. So I'm just having the family, having the daughter, being happy at home, seeing her grow up. It's just not knowing I need to go out tomorrow and shoot 67 to make my rent. It's, it just frees you up. How tough is that? Trying to trying to to, to shoot a low score, and 
I guess it being, you know, does your family have a good meal that day or does your, are you paying bills? Uh, how tough is that to feel uh, going into a round? It's, it's horrible, man. It's, you don't sleep. Um, I had, I had some very good sponsors my first couple of years that I was fully covered, which was awesome. And the last couple, it started kind of dwindling off. Now I'm kind of going on my own to where you're going, well, I've got this in the bank. I've got rent in a week. This is my tournament. If I don't make a check, what am I going to do? So it's, it's a lot of stress. It's, I probably put on, let's see, five years of mini tour golf, about age 20 years in that five years. <laughs> just from just, it just, you just think all the time on a lot of negativity that's just hard to kick out. I don't care who you are. It's, it's there. It's going to creep in and it's just, it's tough. I imagine it'd have to be extremely tough because uh, I'm a, I'm a Catholic school athletic director. I uh, have two daughters. And when I'm sometimes over a six foot putt, uh, I'm letting some really negative thoughts about stuff that I shouldn't be doing. Did I do what my wife asked me to do? Did I do this or did I do that? So if those little things are creeping into my mind, I can only imagine what, what's creeping over over your birdie putt or over just a, a bogey save or, you know, or up and down. Now seeing your, uh, the names that you finished above in 2018, I saw that you finished a, a uh, you actually, you know, made the cut over some of your good buddies. I saw Rich Beam and Omar Uresti. Uh, yeah. Did they give you any business that, or did they give you any crap or any uh, trash talk that you were able to do so well that weekend and they bowed out? No, it's all those guys are, you play in an event like this and it, they're, whether you play good or bad, both sides of it, it's awesome feedback, tons of support. Um, at the time, I didn't know Rich very well. And on Sunday, when I finished up, he happened to be on uh, it was a Sky Sports interview. And I sat in there and he, I walked in, he looked at my tattoos and like, damn, who is this guy? <laughs> we, he found out I'm from Austin. I got his number and we've been golfing all the time now. He's, he's a good dude. And I think he likes my banter on our fun little 18 hole rounds of golf. Now, um, I see that you play with Omar a good amount of time. Now, uh, in if you could kind of explain to me, I'm you know I'm not too familiar in this uh, north tech, north section, south southern section of the PGA now because it seems it looks like you play in both both events if that if uh, that's correct. Um, no, just South Texas. So we've got 41 PGA section in the country. Texas is split in two. Uh, so like this week's. Uh, Texas State Open, but it's ran by the North Texas PGA. Okay, so it's just put on but, by them. Correct, yeah. Where anybody can play in it, it's just ran by the North Texas. But 95% of my events I play, is it's all South Texas. Yeah, it's all in, in the Southern PGA, right? South Texas. Yeah, PGA. Houston, San Antonio, Austin. Now, in playing in, in uh, a lot of South Texas events, uh, what is your favorite course in, let's say, around the San Antonio area that you've played at? Honestly, I've only played one. It's TPC San Antonio. I've only we we play a lot of our events in Houston. I know South Texas is based out of there, but we had one event uh, uh, early in the year at TPC San Antonio, and that place was awesome. Did you did, was the course tough for you, or did you could you tear it up? Yeah, no, that course is <laughs> tough. You got to hit some good golf shots, especially in the greens. You can short side yourself all day long, and you're just scrambling to make pars. Yeah, it, it, you know what? Again, I'm a hack golfer, but 
both both of the courses, the canyons, I like it because it's a little bit more wide open. You know, it was mm-hmm. pretty much ba- made for uh, the senior events. And so, you know, bigger greens, bigger fairways. And then the Oaks course, man, it just, it, it always eats my lunch. I, I birdied 10 in this one two-man best ball event. And I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm getting this going, you know, like I'm getting this damn thing going. And then next thing you know, on 11, because 11's got the, the double fairways, you know, it's got the fairway on the bottom, mm-hmm. fairway on the top, bunkers <clears throat> in front. And I think I, I hit a good drive. I'm 95 out. I said, oh, for me, I said, you know what? It's a good 56 degree. I freaking thought I hit one good. Uh, it was probably a yard on top of the bunker. And I said, I'll be all right. And then next thing you know, it goes, falls back into the bunker. And these bunkers are like freaking huge, you know? And after that, I should have just gone into the clubhouse, you know? And I just, uh, it did me in. So what's another course uh, around here, around the the South Texas area, or maybe from like your club down, that is one of your favorite courses to play in? Um, again, I play a lot of golf with Richard Beam. So he's a member at UT Golf Club in Austin. And that, that course is all you want tipped out. I think it's close to 7,500 yards. So you can play two tee boxes up at about 68. <laughs> so you can, that kind of golf course, you can play it so many different ways, depending on the box you play where a lot of golf courses, you get to a hole. It's 440 from the back straight away, driver, whatever. It's just that course, depending on the tees you play to win, it's just different every time you play it. Um, so that one I played quite a bit and it stands out to me. And, um, we played a lot of our events so far, South Texas out at, uh, in Houston at the clubs of Kingwood. And I think I've played all of them now and they're all very different and all awesome. Each have their own different characteristics. Some are tree line pine trees and then other ones, complete lakes everywhere. One side and you're bailing out all day long, missing the water. And it's, it's fun. Yeah, because I, I like to think, uh, and, and I'm sure, I mean, you've played all over. I, I, I see you travel constantly to play in a lot of different events. What would you say, uh, would you say that Texas in general has, like, great destination golf areas? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you can go down to West Texas, and it's just nothing flat and windy. Uh, I'm out in East Texas. You got tall pine trees and completely different. And you go down south to Houston, San Antonio kind of area. And it's more just those court, that kind of area. You can have all kinds of different golf courses. So it's got a variety depending on what region you go to. It's just different every time you play. Now, best course you've played in, in your entire career up to this day, all over the nation. Yeah. So I got to play in the national Taylor made event. Um, Early in the year, I think it was February, and it was at Pebble Beach. <laughs> so <laughs> it's hard to beat that one, and I actually ended up finishing second. I lost in a playoff, so I actually had to birdie 18. And not hitting it great that day, I'm getting a buy. So on 18 tee box, the wind's out of the left off the water. I look at my bag, I'm like, I don't think I can drive around the planet right now. So I grabbed five iron. <laughs> so I hit five iron off the tee on 18 at Pebble Beach another five iron and then nine iron to about four feet and made it to go in the playoff. It took a lot to not pull driver, but I hit five iron, but it's, I was joking. And the head pro from Pebble beach came down and did the restart for our playoff. I looked at him and I go, how many times you let people go play an extra hole or two here at Pebble beach to finish a bet? 
<laughs> he just laughed. <laughs> That's a good question, uh, though. That's a good know, question. That is. Like, this, I mean, this is probably the best part of my trip right here. I'm getting to play extra golf at Pebble Beach to finish a bet. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. Now, now in, in, in all the years that, that you've played golf, um, what is the most like side cash or cash game uh, that you've ever been a part of? Um, I remember losing back probably ball back in my mini tour days, a um, couple thousand in round of golf. And then I remember winning about six one day. So right, right in that range is, has been my, my spectrum. <laughs> Best golf memory so far. Uh, hands down, staying on the 18 green at Bellary with Brooks Kepka right next to me holding the Wanamaker trophy. And I'm standing there holding my glass going, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> hey, at least, at least you, were, you, did, you did enough to keep that glass. I think, I think, right? I, think I held it together, all right? Now, was Brooke a, a pretty good guy about uh, the whole thing? I yeah. guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't talk to him at all. Only time I saw him when he – they had already presented me. I'm standing there with a trophy, and then they presented Brooks. He came out of the stands and walking up. And mm-hmm. as he walked up, he first thing he did, shook my hand. He goes, great plan, man, and then walked over and grabbed his trophy and that's the only interaction I got with him. So he's nice. <laughs> Smile. So, sounds, 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 about right. yeah. sounds about right. In the moment, I'm, I appreciate him doing that. Now a best, best golf moment on the teaching side. You know, you, you, those beginner golfers that have maybe played once or twice, um, that come see a lot, just they do it right and go see a PJ pro. They go, all right, I'm, I want to play golf. So many other way. First 20 minutes, it's top, shank, whiff, and then it's that one that they just catch right. They look back at you. That look that they give that teaching pro when they hit it right and get the ball airborne, it just it feels so great seeing that. Well, I guess that tells you that you're doing your job, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I guess because I'm a coach, and so uh, I've been doing this going on 15 years, and, uh, you know, when you tell your – you correct your, your student – and they do it and they look at you, they look back at you. So I know that look and you're like, yeah. yeah, you know, coach knows what he's talking about sometimes, you know, like sometimes I know what I'm doing. Yeah. So you played a lot of golf, craziest golf story ever from either being, a, you know, running the course or playing craziest golf story, a buddy's trip, anything like one moment that stands out the most. And. <laughs> Quite a few of them, that's for sure. Um, probably, uh, I finally had my first hole in one this year. First ever. In all my years playing golf, I'd never made a hole in one. There's about four or five times in mini tour golf that I have flown a golf ball in the hole on a par three and it ricochets off the green. And then finally this year at my home course, I made a hole in one. Oh, and, it's, and, it, and it's to a blind green, so I didn't even see it. So. I think that feeling of walking on the green going one, two, three, there's fourth one. <laughs> walk it up and going, it's about damn time. <laughs> so what hole, that what one, hole that is it? Kind of, number seven. It's uh, 135 yards, but it's just straight uphill at, at Georgetown. It's about a nine iron. So it, it, that, that kind of stands out most recently, but finally having that one off my back. Well, how, how old are you, Ben? 
35. So, man, so that's been a long, like I'm 40 years old. I still have not had, I still have not had one. And normally, you know, you said when you go, to, when you went to the green, you're counting the balls and you know, I do the same thing sometimes. And, and, you know, I look in the hole and it's not there. It's off over there on the cart path or it's off in the woods more likely for me, but yeah. congrats, man. I'm glad to hear that. Favorite golf movie. It's got to be Caddyshack, hands down. And actually, it's 40 years. I think it's just today or yesterday. Yeah, it's the anniversary. Yeah. Caddyshack. I was actually watching last night. And it's You can't go wrong with Caddyshack. And the number two is pretty close second of Happy Gilmore. For, who's your favorite character from Caddyshack? i got to go with uh, Carl. Carl Spackler. <laughs> yeah. He's, he is, he is a, a damn Cinderella story, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's... Knowing the fact that I think I read a bunch of stuff that most of his lines were not scripted. It's just 100% Bill Murray. And another fun story since we're on this one is uh, his brother's from Manhattan, Kansas, and I played golf at Kansas State in Manhattan. And uh, my last half semester there, I worked as a car kid. And Bill and his brother actually came out one day, and I'm working, and they're, I see them on 18 Green, so I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, I get to, I get to see Bill. And he, they roll up to the car, so I walked down put the clubs in there. Bill's brother hands me 20. I'm like, Hey, thanks guys. Appreciate it. Get in the golf cart, go back. And like t- I get 10 feet away. And I hear, Hey, so I got to stop and look back and Bill's waving me down. I'm like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I turn back around. I'm like, yes, sir. He goes, he just hands me a dollar bill. He goes, Hey, here's a little something for the efforts. And says nothing. He just gets right in the car. <laughs> I just started going, "Oh my god, that's awesome!" <laughs> hey, hey, llama, how about a little something? The effort. <laughs> but it, was, it was pretty cool. That he did that. So, so you got that going for you, right? You got that going for you. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Who are you playing your very last round of golf with? Who? I would like to play with my dad. He definitely showed me everything I needed to know about golf, and he's the one that got me started. Ooh, that's a good one. I'd like to play with my daughter. I think I'd be happy with that. So a threesome. A little threesome. Yeah. yeah. Nice. My daughter's five. She's only played probably ten times. I'm not one. I'm not going to push it. If she wants to play golf, that's awesome. If not, no worries. I can definitely tell you she's a little athlete. She loves gymnastics. I think that's good stuff to do prior building up the coordination and the flexibility for golf. So we'll see. That's awesome, man. Uh, same here. You know, it, it, if uh, several people on the show, they've had, they've had foursomes. They've had, they're like, oh, I got to make it a fivesome. But I think for, for a lot of them and myself included is my dad. Uh, I mm-hmm. just, my dad's a big reason why, and he's really the real reason why I have the show. Cause I, I live in San Antonio. He lives in Corpus Christi and we're only about two hours away in grand scheme of things, not too far from each other. But, uh, I do this with guys like you guys that have awesome stories and guys that are great parts of the game ambassadors for the game, just cause I, I want to be close. Cause you know, like you have to be on the course a lot of times, you know, and, and I know a lot yeah. of your, a lot of your saving grace is being home and being away from the game. But, you know, for guys like me, you know, I run, I do this show and do this podcast because we can't always be on the course. And uh, that's how I'm able to, to stay on the course is just, you know, is do the show and I do it for my dad. Cool. And, okay, uh, 
one of the last things in the show is uh, Beyond the Stakes. I have a controversial just uh, topic in golf, and uh, I ask, you know, just and so I want to hear it. Just tell me the truth uh, here and what it, what it does for you. Uh, how do you feel about uh, guys, you know, like saying cliches, li- cliche lines when you're playing? Or, oh, there's a, there's a little meat on that bone or, you know, this, that, or the other, you know, uh, whenever you're playing. You know, I'm probably the worst <laughs> <laughs> about doing that. So I'm all for it. I think being able to add some sort of pressure to someone else, obviously in a gracious way, I'm not doing it when they're already over the putt or whatever it is. It, it's good. I mean, it helps, helps them develop. I'm not saying I'm <laughs> putting pressure on them to help them develop. I'm also putting pressure on them to help them, you know what, but even when it's under me, it's, you hear that and yeah, you, it ticks and all right, there's a little bit more pressure on it and it helps, helps you develop. And I'm, I'm all for it. It's fun. Golf should be fun. So as long as it's done in a gracious way, I love it. Well, has anyone ever said something to you that you're like, damn, like that pissed you off where you're like, I'm going to use that one. You know, not really. It's more or less, I'm, it takes a lot to mess me up unless you actually go touch me when I'm trying to swing. You can scream, you can do whatever you want in my pre-shot routine. It's, it doesn't matter. Um, so it, not really. I'd say bring it on. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm pretty much the same way. I said, you know what? I said, guys, you're not going to be able to mess with this more than I mess with myself, you know? Yeah. And uh, I'm going to just tell you though, one time uh, we were playing, uh, we have the, you know, we have all these little, these little associations over here. And my group that one of my Sunday leagues is uh, called Nola Asa. And, uh, we're on, we're playing at Willow Springs by the AT&T center, uh, here in San Antonio. And I had hit a shot and I think I was maybe like two feet away from a birdie. And I didn't know uh, how much that birdie was going to be worth later. Right. It was first birdie, a skin, and then, uh, something else. Right. Well, what are these, I'm playing with this old man that runs the league and I never played with him. And he said, Andy, don't worry about it. I wrote it down in the card as a birdie already. I already marked it on the scorecard as a birdie. Ah, You're good. And I'm like, I'm good? And I said, I thought we put everything out. You know what? Why don't you just put just, hey, you know, just, you know, formality. I'm like. That's the worst. Okay. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And there's like a little ridge. Like they were working on the greens and there was like some little, it was like a little like indention in the green, how it went down. You could tell, like, I guess when they did the hole, they kind of messed up. And as they were, they were doing it right. There was like a little down. I said, oh, I'm just going to hit it here. It's going to drop down. Well, shoot, I hit it. It freaking lips out. Next thing you know, we get back to 18. I find, you know, after off of 18, we get to the clubhouse and I find out that that was like a $140 putt that I missed, you know? And That's I'm just like, Oh yeah, it was the worst. And I said, so you know what? So I had never played with that, that old man before. And I said, after that, I, I gave him the business after that hole. Every time I said, you know what? His Jedi mind is damn Yoda. Jedi mind tricks aren't working. Them. Yeah. All right. Now playing at K-State, uh, last thing, playing at K-State, I was looking at all the players that were in uh, the, was the big 12, right? Or the, it was, uh, was the big 12 at the time still. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, Man, you had some you had some big dogs in there. You had Gary Woodland at Kansas. You had Jonathan Viegas at Texas, and Anthony Kim at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. 
how was it playing against those guys on the regular? It was awesome. Uh, I played a lot of golf with Gary, uh, good friends with him still. I only played a few times with Anthony Kim, and he's kind of a he wasn't the greatest player. I'll leave it, I'll leave it there. Um, <laughs> hey, man. The, he was the a very good player. Well, was, <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good player. I think he thought very highly of himself. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I played with any with uh, Jonathan. Um, but Gary's a huge one. Being in Kansas, uh, we played a lot of events together. We were the same year, so we had four years of golf together. And tell you what, back in college, I, I can hit it out there and Gary bombs it and obviously still bombs it. So it, it was always fun playing with him. So I'm sure you were pretty happy when he was able to win the, the U S open. Mm-hmm. Yep. <clears throat> now the last thing. I'll deserve it. Oh, and I'm glad, I'm glad to hear that. Cause he seems, yeah. he seems like a really good guy. I love, I yeah. love that, that, that he's a sponsors for, uh, I guess it's a, <clears throat> for Puma. I know it's, I, I, I can't remember the patriotic you know line that he represents for Puma, but uh, everybody seems like he's a really good guy. And I, I was really happy to hear that he was able to, you know, to win. And it seems like everyone was happy for him. Yeah. He's just super down to earth, very easy going, doesn't need a bunch. He's a very good representative of the PGA tour. So what's next for Ben Kern golf? Ben Kern golf, obviously, uh, Definitely here playing golf, state open. So it's, this is kind of one of my majors of the year. But um, having my my brand now, it's it's been fun, kind of just tinking with that and dropping new products, new designs, and it's kind of a little side project that I, I like doing. Well, man, I'm, I'm, I love it. I, you put out a lot of good stuff. Uh, thank you. You know, I'm and my friends thank you because like when I get something, my friends are like, "Hey, dude." where's mine. And so I'm like, I have to, okay, I need to get, I need to get or like two of everything. Yeah. And one of my buddies said the other day, he said, I really like his, I really like his logo. And so I'm like, Mm -hmm. shoot, man, I just, I'm like, I can't, I can't afford all these damn logo redesigns, man. But I'm like, I I guess I have to do something too. So I can get up on Ben's level, man. Shoot. Yeah. I try to keep it clean and simple. And I, I think it definitely succeeded. Well, well, thank you, Ben. I don't know if you have anything big coming up, uh, that you'd like to, uh, you'd like to, you know, publicize or anything, but, uh, I totally appreciate your time. I know you're there with your family yeah. and I wish, I wish you nothing but the best. Um, I wish you good luck in the tournament and, uh, thanks man. I, I really appreciate you being on yeah. the show. Hey, no problem, man. I appreciate the time. All right, brother. Hey, you take care and uh, good luck you the rest too. of the way, man. And hopefully I'll make my way out to Georgetown sometime. Yep. Hit me up. All right, brother. You have a good one, man. See you, man. Bye. You too. Thanks for tuning in. Ben ended up finishing tied for 16th in the Texas State Open. You can follow Ben Kern on Twitter and Instagram at Ben Kern Golf. On Facebook, become a member of the BK Golf Group to get in on some great gear, merch from Ben. He's got some real badass clubs on there at a great price. Please subscribe, rate, and review the show. Support and play South Texas Golf. Remember, in the game of life, Nothing is over.